Welcome back to the My Social Anxiety Life podcast. Yes, I changed the name because I looked up other podcasts called Social Anxiety and they looked like educational tricks and tips. And this is just about my life. This is not educational stuff. However, I would like to make it educational and maybe make this podcast a project where I go out into the world and I make conversations, awkward, taking my anxiety with me and just letting it be there while I have a conversation with somebody. And then I can come back and tell you guys how it went. Maybe it'll encourage some of you guys to do the same. Um, I talked to my life coach today and he told me that maybe what I'm seeing in other people when it comes to my social anxiety, if they give a look that looks kind of disgusted with something that I said, maybe they're not really listening. Maybe they're in their head saying, oh shoot, I forgot that, and they made a funny face at ya. Or maybe they, their stomach hurts, and they're just trying to get through the pain so that they can end this conversation and go lay down. We don't really know what's going on in somebody else's head. I could tell you that I have something in my house that's furry with four legs and whiskers, and you could guess what it is. But it could really be anything, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. You can't read my mind, just like we can't read other people's minds either. I can't read yours. Even though I'm looking at your face and seeing those social cues that look like they could be judging me, or that they could be... I'm not even sure where to start there. I guess I'm really worried about people judging me or saying something behind my back or being embarrassed because something I said became the laughing stock. If I don't know things, I need to start asking questions. Same with you. If, even if you feel stupid and you say, I don't know what ATM means, you type that into a chat Somebody will probably laugh at you and then tell you. And the next time that you go into chat, you can write ATM confidently, knowing that it means at the moment. It's not a big deal. So I just went over to my friend's place to watch her baby, and I decided to just talk to the baby. I mean, babies aren't going to judge me, right? And I noticed some facial expressions of the baby. And you know what? It didn't bother me. I wasn't anxious about what's the baby thinking of me. I mean, he got distracted and he looked over at a table twice. And then he got distracted again by the TV. And he made a funny face. And it was... There, there was no anxiety because what's, what's the baby thinking of me? Nothing. I mean, we could talk to everybody the way that we talk to babies. I mean, we might not want to get all high pitch and 
who's a very good boy, that kind of stuff. But we might decide to talk to somebody and just be like, hey, how are you? You know, and let them talk to you. And don't put so much pressure on yourself. You are not their world. They are not thinking about you. Now, change your life. And remember that people don't really care that much about you. They have their own lives. They're living their own lives. And if you want to be a part of their life, you just got to talk to them and create a relationship. And how do we create relationships? Well, we start by talking. Sometimes we start by having awkward conversations. Just a few thoughts for you. Think about your family. Think about talking to your family. Are you nervous to talk to your family? To talk to your mom or your dad or your brother or sister or a, an aunt or an uncle? I mean, most of us who have social anxiety have certain people that we can be ourselves with and be open with. They've been there our whole lives or part of our lives, the most part of our lives. And we're not afraid to talk to them about anything and everything because it doesn't matter, you have to love me. That's usually what I tell my brother. I call my brother when I need to talk to somebody and be uplifted because I'm feeling lonely, because I'm not getting connection with other people. And he says, oh, right, so now you call talk to me. Yeah, because you're my brother and you have to love me and I don't care if you judge me. We grew up together. Tough luck on him, right? Think about those relationships. They took a long time to build. And now you're okay to talk to them about anything. Think about how new relationships are going to start. My in-laws invited me over for dinner the other day. And I said yes. And when I first met them, my very first encounter with them was really scary. I didn't say anything. Every time that we went over there, I opened up a little tiny bit. And now... I don't like to call him my ex, so let's just give him another name. I'll give him another letter, how's that? I'll call him J. J sounds like a name, and it's, it's a letter. So, J's parents and I talk more on a regular basis now than we ever did. And I can get along with them, I can have a conversation with them. Sometimes it's awkward, but we get past that. And sometimes it's flowing and I can relate to things with them. They repeat a lot, but then again, so do I. You probably repeat a lot too. And if you had more people to talk to, it would sound less on repeat for your friends or for your family because you would be able to tell 10 people instead of three. Be lucky that you have the people that you do have but open up just a little bit to other people. Let's think of some safe topics. Safe topics like maybe your favorite animal and why, or an experience that you went through like going to the zoo. And you know what? I'll tell you a safe topic. My kids are safe topics. Work is a safe topic. My hobbies, dreams are safe. Because dreams haven't happened yet. 
And maybe I don't know everything about the place that I want to go. I'd like to see Egypt someday. I'd also like to see the Eiffel Tower someday. Why? Where are they on the map? Let's actually get into those places, you know? I don't know a whole lot about them, but if I'm gonna go, I could definitely do some research. I don't have any plans to go right now. Um, I had an old acquaintance ask me if I wanted to go to Cuba with her, and because of my social anxiety, I just kind of smile and nod. Do I really want to go to Cuba? You know what? It sounds like a great experience if I was an outgoing person. I would like to be an outgoing person. Feelings don't feel like safe topics. And a lot of the time, they're not. When you first get to know somebody, it's not a safe topic to talk about your feelings. It might be, depending on what setting you're in, depending on who you're jiving with. The best thing is to start small, open up a little bit, and let them share too. And if you don't understand what they are talking about, ask them questions. Get them to answer. Build a relationship. I know what you're probably thinking. It's easy for her to give advice. Let's see her do it. I feel the same way. I can tell somebody how to do something about their social anxiety, but I'm not actually out there doing it yet. I need to get out there and do it, and I will let you guys know how that goes. And it's probably going to scare the crap out of me, but I probably also won't die by saying, hello, how are you? What is great about your day today? Try it out. It might work for you. Maybe you guys can let me know how your life goes when you step out of your comfort zone and even just say hi to somebody. If you are so in your head and in your self-consciousness that you just, you can't even say hi because your anxiety is so high. Just say hi to somebody on the street when you walk by. A lot of people do it. And you could be one of them. And then the next step might be, it's a beautiful day. Just mention something. And eventually you might start a conversation. Anyways, that's all I got for you today. I'm gonna attempt to have a conversation with somebody this week. And I will let you know how I feel at the end of it. Alright, bye!